Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now listening to the Manny Ultra Podcast. I am your host, Kenneth Kirk. I'm your host, Elijah Evans, and it's been a minute since we spoke. It's been a, it's been a minute, man. Yeah. It's been a minute, man. We usually um, just go right into the to the interview. We don't let you guys into our lives, but holy shit, Kenny, what the fuck? What? You have 63,000 emails? Yeah, get that out of here. What is <laughs> Oh my god. What you have 63,000 emails. You're never going to be able to delete all those. You're fucked. Uh, where do you see the 63,000 emails at? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> right yeah, <there>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just looked at his phone, and he has 63,000 unread emails. How do you have that many? How long have you had an email address? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? It's been a minute. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you just... Every website. Oh, you got you can have my email address. Every website. <laughs> nah. Oh yeah, you want my email address? Okay, here you can have it. Oh, oh, oh. What is wrong with you, bro? You need to pay someone minimum wage to go through and delete all your emails. Nah, no cap. I mean, I usually just go through my Gmail anyway. That you know, that's the Apple like you know, like mail, like you know, what I'm saying where it's like. No, I don't know. No. Kenny. Okay. Anyways. Jesus Christ. Um. Sorry, yeah. Guys. Yo. Yeah. How How are you? I, <laughs> that just threw me off. I've been good, man. I've just been working. Yeah. Um. Just been laying low. Yeah. You know. Constantly working. Just constantly working. I haven't seen you in a really long time, man. You don't have time for me anymore. Nah, that's that's cap. It's not cap, Kenny. <laughs> it's not cap. We were supposed to go out to dinner. Man, I've been working, man. We were, supposed to, but we were, <laughs> we were supposed to go out to dinner, and then you. Oh, uh, actually, uh, it's like, God damn it. I'll be tired, man. I feel it, bro. <laughs> I go, I'll be tired. I'll be tired, too. But I got these fits. I need to get off. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely when off. the new year come around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to, like, not. I was going to get a fit off here today, but I was like, for what? You know what I mean? So I'm just. I mean, we got time, man. Well, right when the new year comes in around. But it's also one of those things where it's like, you know, you never wanted to wear all your brand new school clothes the first week because that's when everyone's going to wear their brand new school clothes. So then you wait a couple of days. So then when everyone's done, then you just hit them, just bang them over the head for like a week straight. That was the game plan back in the day? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the game plan still to this day. Oh, damn. Yeah, you just give them, you know, a little bit, let them. <laughs> but that, and it doesn't really work anymore. Um, now I just, that's yeah. one of my 2023 goals is to wear, wear actually wear the clothes that Bruh. I buy. Yeah. Cause I have like the, I have a pair of loafers that I bought like a year ago that are just sitting, a pair of brand new Amy Under loafers, two tone black and white that have just been sitting in my closet. I haven't worn them yet. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Shout out to Ald. Yeah. Shout out. Just got the, I got the boots though. Was, oh, so you you bang you I you hit? I didn't. I decided to not nah. get them. Yeah. I, I like them a lot, but I just don't. I need to yeah. save money, and I don't know what I would wear with those. But they are fly. What are you gonna wear with them? Uh, I actually got this uh jacket that's like a seafoam green. The same color as like you know like, uh this is a company Ronin. Shout out to Magnus Ronin. He's like a uh, like YouTuber, but also he's has his brand. You love a YouTube clothing brand. I do too. I do too. But he has his brand for like quite a while, and it's good like quality pieces though. Like it's not some stuff where it's just like oh. It's like a what kind of jacket is it? You said it's like uh it's almost like a Carhartt jacket, but a little bit more thicker, a little bit. Like it has the quilt, like a- Where'd you find this brand? Just, you just been following him? Following him, and then when he started his brand a few years back, I was just paying attention and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I need to see this jacket. Nah, the jacket- There's, there's a lot of brands that have been popping up. It's like up. seafoam green, and then the collar's brown. Does friend of the pod, Lawrence Schlossman have the same jacket? Yes. Oh, it's that jacket. Yes. That's a fly jacket. That is a fly huh. jacket. Shout out to Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> shit. That's what I, um, that's what, when you were describing it, I was like, that sounds like that jacket. Yeah, uh, no. Nah, and yeah. I love, like, when it came in, I was like, damn. Yeah. This is it's, it's nice. Yeah, yeah there's this crazy. one brand I've been paying a lot of attention to. It's called Manresa. 
Band rest. Okay. And uh, they're from New England, and mm. I think I want to say it's made in the USA, but I I can't I can't. I have to say some. And shout out to England, shout out to the UK, because I've been noticed like anything that I necessarily get from there that's made in the oh, UK, it's, it's like gas. quality is gas. If it's superb. made, if it's made, usually Europe, like Portugal, Italy, mm-hmm. Spain, France, the UK, and then like Japan, and then the US is where you get like good. Yeah, in Canada too. Like that Drake's beanie I have to this day, that navy gas. one, like is the best. Is yours stretching out a little bit? Has it like stretched out over time? Not necessarily, cause I mean, even though I love to wear it, but I don't wear it that much. I don't wear that. All. I really wanted that that Drake's one that they dropped, the yellow one. Oh yeah, that's like yeah. A hundred dollar beanie, dude. I nah, just facts. can't justify it again. You know what I mean? Facts. But that's the beanie that's definitely gonna last you some time, though. For I sure. know. Yeah, it's it's great. I got the good Donegal, the good Donegal. But um, yeah, I've been a lot of wife. I've been paying attention to a wife a lot. Mm. That brand, you know? Yeah, wife. Yeah, they do a lot of good stuff. I remember um, I, d- I got like a shirt from them, and it necessarily the moleskin, like, right? Yeah, I'm gonna get one out. of those soon. What what was wrong with it? You just didn't like it? I just didn't like it how the way it looked on me for some reason. I don't know. What was it? I think like. You look too much like a cowboy. Yeah. See, I'm going for that. I'm yeah. really leaning into my whole kind of cowboy western. I don't know if you've been noticing, but on my story, I've just been like Ralph has been on my mind a lot yeah. lately. So just yo, like, I was in a, a certain store the other day, and I saw their polo jeans. Really oh nice. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It's like some of the best shit out, dude. It's like yeah. like mall clothes. Unfortunately, like mm-hmm. polo is like it could be really uncool really quick, but. If you get the good stuff, like I'm only looking at double RL type shit and purple label. Yeah. Nah, it's what have you been listening to recently? The West Side Gun still. Um that shit is a slapper. That shit is good. <laughs> have we talked since that album came out? No, we really like, haven't. We haven't been on I have have we been on pod since we, we have been we on haven't pod. Talked about we it, just right? haven't talked that about it. That shit is yeah. really good. Nah, like there's really not a good. single song that I would like I don't like this song. Like every Damn. Time. So you can listen just front to back. Front to back every time. Because it's, it's short too. Like it's not very long. And um that run the jewel song switches on everything is crazy, dude. Mm, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I've been listening to recently. Um obviously that new scissor had dropped. Only like a few songs off of there. I it's 23 songs, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, listening to that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, SZA. Like, I like you, but I'm not going to send you 23 <laughs> nah, songs. Yeah, there are some songs on there I really like. That song, Love Language, is, that's a banger. Yeah, that is, is a that banger. Is that the one with Travis Scott? No, that's... Uh, fuck, what's the name of that song? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me, audience. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's Open Arms. That's hard. Uh, yeah. used, used with Don Tolliver. That's fire. Kill Bill goes I crazy, too. I hate Don Tolliver, I realize. Can't what? stand him. Why? Can't stand Don Toller. Why? I just hate his voice. Isn't that crazy? Man. Isn't that wild? I just, I can't. That's... Every song he's on, I just, as soon as I hear his voice, off. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Can't hear it. I mean. <laughs> can't hear it, dude. <laughs> I just, I I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Man, the audience at home, if you could see his face when he said that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm flabbergasted by it. Cause it's yeah. like, I'm sure he makes great music, but. No, I definitely think he does. Oh, I think. Oh, 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 oh. It's like, <laughs> shut <laughs> fuck up. Shut up. Straight up. Is that not how he sounds? Nah, bro. Okay. No, nah, no, nah, not in my opinion. Okay. I think but anyway, that's my opinion. Um yo, anything, I'm sure he's a great person though. Anything new you've been watching? Um I have been so like I don't wanna no on the podcast, I like to keep it light, keep it fun. I'm gonna take it to a serious tip. Okay, go ahead. No, nah, it's just like you know the weather it's like pitch black at five o'clock mm-hmm. and it's like sad. So I've just been trying to watch like 
the dumbest shit that's gonna make me laugh. And I've been watching uh, the new season of Rick and Morty, season six. That shit is oh, hilarious. Shit. Yeah. So, been watching that. I've been watching. Um, the F one season is over, so there's nothing to do on Sundays anymore. Um, I don't really watch. What do I have been watching? Oh, I, oh Seinfeld, which is still something that I watch all the time. Are you good? You're yeah. staring at me like if you can see Kenny's face right now, he's like he's <laughs> off the packy. What's up with you? Are you good? I'm just I'm just listening. I'm just like. <laughs> but what I've been what watching, been watching, I finished watching that series, uh, White Lotus on HBO Max. Yeah, I tried to watch the first season and that was immediately. Nah, I didn't watch off. the first. Season. I just Second went. Season, I just went does straight. It, season does two. it not? Nah, season two is fire. But they don't correlate. No, nah, they don't correlate because it's a new set of like cast. I mean, I love Aubrey Plaza, her fine ass, but. Nah, that was a pretty good. Um, which what else have I been watching? Uh, it's kind of dry out there right now. It has been dry for shows. I ain't gonna. Oh no, what was that show on Netflix? Uh, Wednesday. You ba- watched that shit, bro? Yeah, it was. It was, it was good. It was good. Okay, it was good, man. I was like, I tapped in and I was like, all right, it's not too bad. Grown ass man. Hey, man. Wednesday, I don't. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> no, I, I have heard good things about it. No I, facts. Um, I just don't want to. Yeah. And then last night I finished watching, uh, it's a movie actually on HBO Max, uh, Black Adam. You know that? You watch Black Adam? Yeah. I heard that shit sucked, but I like to hear it. <sighs> yeah, how was it? I'm not going to lie. It's not that bad. It's a DC vehicle, right? It's not Marvel? Yeah, yeah it is DC. Yeah. But for me, I wouldn't have paid to go to watch it in theaters. Oh, yeah. For no, sure. I'm not like, paying to see any more superhero movies ever again. Like, I haven't been to the movie. Unless movies. it's Batman. I'll pay to see Batman. Yeah, like, I haven't been to the movie theaters in like. Damn. Which leads me to my next question. Okay. Are you going to see Avatar? I'd like to see it, yeah. It's three hours long. Three hours? Nigga, yes. If I, I'd go watch it like er, the earliest show. Like maybe if, if the earliest show is like at 11, I, I, I would go watch it. That's your whole day though, kind of. No, because you get out around like what? Four o'clock? Three-ish? It's like, a, it's like three and a half hours, dude. Damn. Previews. Oh yeah, previous concession stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a concession stand guy? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, yeah, no. Nah. Why not? No, nah. uh, it's it's too high price, bro. That's part of the experience, though. I mean, bro. yeah, it's part of the experience, but like, I'm part of from. You, that's that's like saying, hey, when I go out to dinner, I'm not gonna get a cocktail because I can go and it's more cost effective to just drink at home. Nah, like back thing. back in my day, back in my younger days, you, you would know, bring. You were the type of to bring. Yeah. Mom, I, mean, I do that now. You no, know, take us to the uh, Walmart real quick. Take us to the little store. Just be like, candy. hey, get some candy, all right? In the pants. In the pants. In the pocket. In the purse. Yeah. With my mom. Hey, no call today. You know. Excuse me, ma'am. What's that in your purse? <laughs> nah, Empty your purse. Nah, the only time I've been to a movie theater where they had people like that, I think it was like movie theaters like on a naval base. Oh, for real? Yeah, they're real strict about that. Yeah, like they have people with the flashlight and they walk hey, around like, what you like, doing? What you doing? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. But um. Yeah, no, nah, that shit was... Uh, yeah, so I haven't been to movie theaters in a while. Okay, but yeah, so you're going to go see Avatar. Yeah, I would definitely love to see it. I haven't even seen Black Panther, and I really want to see that, I don't want to see it. I, I don't... Yeah, no. No? I just don't... Like I said, I don't ever need to see another superhero movie unless but I mean, it's Batman. I mean, I mean... I mean what? I mean what? I mean, it's in tribute of Chad, man. Is it? Chad in tribute? Wick, oh, oh, it's in tribute of Chad. Oh, it is, right? <laughs> oh, my God. They're not making <laughs> millions and billions of dollars. Oh. Oh, my God. Black Panther. It's not for Chadwick Boseman. They are making money off of that, so don't even give me that. Hey, man. I'm just saying. Oh, no. oh, <laughs> I, heard, I heard good things, though. No, nah, I did hear good things about the movie, too. But it's also like I could pay $20 at the end of it, mm-hmm. or I could just pay the seven ninety nine for Disney Plus and watch it in the comfort of my home. No, that's a fact. In a couple of weeks. No, that's I mean? a fact. So. You've been watching World Cup? 
Uh, I watched it like the very first weekend, and then I got bored of it, so I stopped watching it. But yeah. I heard France is fucking. I hope they win again because no, I like Mbappe. Yeah, shout out to Mbappe, man. Yeah, just get him on the pod. That man is nice. Yeah, we'll have, definitely have to get him on, get the, him pod. on the pod. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll definitely have to get him on the pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, nah, I've been. It's interesting because like, I've never been truly like a fan of soccer as far as like watching it yeah. and i never played it but like watching the recent like world cup games i'm like damn this is it's this fun. Is entertaining it's like, yeah i like it because it's like people will die about that shit like they will die about soccer yeah bro like and it's so intense and it's not like you know and yeah. I can only imagine going to like another country and watching it at like a bar or something. Know, they probably dude. go crazy. crazy. Like get your ass beat if you Bro, like imagine going to like uh which is like being in France at like a bar and the World Cup crazy. games on France playing. Yeah. Like Yeah. Go No, they'll go crazy, but no, nah, it's been interesting to watch. So like yeah, I've been tuning into that. And then yeah, just getting mm-hmm. really getting some stuff prepared for the new year as far as like planning out a lot of things as far as projects and you know the obviously stuff relating to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, you um been watching basketball? Before uh, mm, not. I mean, yeah, a little bit every now and then, but not as much as I used to before. Why not? Before I was like every. You know, I seen I seen a Luka Doncic highlight mm-hmm. where <laughs> he did some wild shit. He like came through, got ball, pat, pump, faked a three, ran through, faked a pass, and then. Yachted on somebody, <laughs> just yachted, yachted on somebody, dude. Right to the hole it was crazy. No, nah, that's a fact. Yeah. Damn, just straight yachted. No, nah, I've I've been watching as much as I would, like used to. Like I said, like before when I was younger, like just growing up, because I just loved that's basketball so shit, much. Yeah. I was like, you know, we gotta but, get back on the court soon. Nah, facts. Last time we went on the court, we was actually we was actually we was hooping, bro. We was hooping. Yeah, we you was know, hooping. you was playing some good defense. You was you was a hustle man for yeah, real. Hey, I'm. It's all it's what you do after the break. You know what I'm saying? Like Draymond <laughs> Green, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I was trying to do like too much, trying to do dribbling. Trying yeah, to... bro. Nah, you were cooking though. Were cooking. Nah, I, I was. Got to co- get back out there. I was cooking. Got to get back out there. I was cooking. Okay, all right. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> slow down there, champ. Nah, but um, nah, I've been all serious and still. Yeah, man, brothers, I've just been like you know just working, chilling, and you know just getting ready for the new year and getting prepared to. You know, for you guys to unveil all the new episodes that we got coming up, which yeah. of course we're working tireless, tire, tire, tirelessly. Tire. That's a fact. Is that is that the word? Tirelessly. We are working tirelessly. Okay. Very tirelessly. Yeah. And so, with that, all that being said, we have a special guest for you guys and ladies today. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Sabina on today. Um, she is incredible as far as her jewelry work. Um, she is also the creative director at Galton Bro. Mm-hmm. Um, and yo, man. The interview was great. We got to tap in, see her process of how she goes about creating her pieces, mm-hmm. how she was able to build relationships with people like ASAP, Rocky, mm-hmm. Mr. Flacco himself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, it was a great interview and she's a great person as well. So Yeah, great, great interview. Great interview. And so with all that being said, we're transitioning into an interview now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now listening to the Vanity Ultra Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Kirk. And I'm Elijah Evans. And yo, man, we're back with another episode. 
Um, and today we have a very special guest. Um, this lady I've been following for quite a minute now. I've been following her work. You know, she, you know, in the jewelry, the jewelry game is just crazy, just super crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, she's being able to have her jewelry on people like ASAP Rocky. You know, Giveon. Flacco. Yes. Yeah. Flacco. <laughs> And yo, man, it's a true pleasure to have her on because, you know, ever since I've been following her work, I just wanted to kind of hear her like mindset of how she goes about creating her pieces and things of that nature. So yeah, without further- really, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm really excited to learn more about like a jewelry business. I have so many questions. I've never. Yeah, not for yeah, real. Let's, yeah, I'm excited. For real. So without being without what all that being said, <laughs> I'm gonna let my guest introduce herself. So hi, guys. My name is Sabina. Um, people call me Sabibi. Uh, I am a jeweler. I work at a company called Golden Bro. I am a creative director. Um, so yeah. Word, word. Yeah. So please tell us for the audience at home, where are you from? So I am originally from Almaty, Kazakhstan. I grew up there and I came here for school, for high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Kazakhstan. Oh, wow. You know, I, I always, it's funny that you say that because I always make a joke when someone says, hey, Elijah, like, where do you want to travel? And I'd say, um, I say, dude, I'll go anywhere. I'll go to Kazakhstan. And <laughs> I mean that because I feel like Kazakhstan is slept. I feel like also, mm-hmm. you know, Borat is like, I feel awful because it's like people think that's how like Kazakhstan is. And it's it's yeah. not it's so much culture. Like, yeah. so exactly. um, that's really cool. Yeah. Shout out Kazakhstan. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful place to visit. Like the nature is amazing. Like you mm-hmm. all the restaurants, the women are fire. Hey. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah, and the culture, like oh, you yeah. It. yeah, it is definitely slept on, but it's not really a touristic place. But mm-hmm. yeah. When people yeah. visit, they like they're in shock. Yeah. Wow. So when did you move to the States? Like what age were you at when you moved came to the States? I was 17. Wow. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. so 17 and then like going to high school that must have been insane huh that was a cultural shock for me for sure but I'm not gonna lie I loved it here just because um for me it was kind of like a more of a freedom place um just mm-hmm. because where I grew up it's um like for women it's not typical to really pursue their careers you know mm-hmm. or just be like very outspoken so I definitely loved it and um, there was a lot of things that I didn't understand at first. And but I don't know. I love everything new. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like early on when you were growing up, like what were some of your interests early on growing up? So growing up, honestly, I was a tomboy and okay. I loved video games. Like I had a Game Boy mm-hmm. um, and like I remember I was like playing GTA Vice City at one point and I was really addicted to it. And yeah, so wow. also, <laughs> also growing up, I um, we didn't have cell phones back in the day. And so all I did, I was just biking with the boys. I had to go outside and wait outside of their house to just yell their name for them to come mm-hmm. It wasn't until like high school, probably when I started getting into fashion and somewhat jewelry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So when it comes to like your early influences, when it comes to jewelry, like mm-hmm. who are you necessarily like influenced by like early on when you were growing up? Like, cause I'm, I'd imagine like with your work now, you have some influences from when you were a child. So who were some of your early influences when it comes to jewelry? Yeah. So I would say that was my mom and my grandma. Mm. Uh, just because my grandma, she used to make clothes 
Um, so I would usually go to pick out fabric with her. And then sometimes we would watch TV together and she would just sew clothes and I had to watch her. And then my mom, I think I really uh, liked her taste and a lot of it passed down to me, even mm -hmm. down to like our favorite colors. Like I know that a lot of the times the pieces that I would choose, I know for a fact that she'll like it, but I'm probably a little bit more risque with my right. pieces just because I grew up in the American culture. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, those were the two influences. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting because you said you came over here and you were, when you were 17. So like mm -hmm. you were old enough to like, still be heavily influenced by Kazakhstan but then it's like mm. you're stepping into this new world so then it's like that juxtaposition of like you and you can like see it in the jewelry that's really interesting yeah yeah because you know mostly most people come when they're like really young you yeah, know yeah, yeah. I mean? so yeah huh. yeah yeah so when did you when when would you say you had like you knew you had a passion for like jewelry I would say so I remember the first time I went to the UK, I found myself at the store called Claire's. I probably spent like hours and then all my money. And when oh, I came wow. back home, um, my mom was kind of upset with me because she knew like I liked everything shiny. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time she kind of educated me that, you know, it's better to invest in something more valuable rather than a bunch of pieces from Claire's. Right. And that's when I started taking interest in gemstones. And I think realizing that that was my passion did not come until later on because I always believed that, you know, I'm supposed to be a doctor or a lawyer or have like a real job. I didn't think that I would end up in anything fashion or jewelry related. So, yeah, that came with like me actually trying it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now I'm curious. So, you know, you transitioned over to the States when you're 17. Now, when it comes to the work you're doing, like, did you go to school for this at all? Like, no, like... absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, I did. Wow. Not. Yeah, that's. I did go to school for it. <laughs> so <laughs> I wouldn't be able to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So wow. Uh huh. I need to step my need to step my shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so now, when it comes to um Galton, bro, right? How did you necessarily um get into that? How did you start working with them? Mm -hmm. So I did start my own jewelry line back in the day. It was called Botakos Jewelry. So it was very much oh, wow. inspired by, it's my grandma's first name. And it was inspired by traditional Kazakh jewelry because we do have very unique um, jewelry and actually clothes too. Mm -hmm. um, so they noticed it and they asked me if I can sell it in their store first. And then they invited me to um, design a collection for them. And that went very well which um, kind of led to like a full-fledged partnership where now I can take a full creativity and kind of like I'm in control of their creative direction. Yeah, that's, wow. yeah, that's a real, that's, a, that's what you call upward mobility. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> like, oh, hey, this is really cool. Can we sell this? Yeah, actually, can you design for us? Yeah, actually, <laughs> take the company. Yeah. <laughs> that's sick. And I see for yourself, you have, um, you do your own like custom like jewelry pieces uh, under the name Sabibi Jewels, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, yeah. So what, so what, how did you um, come up the name, come up for the name? Um, so Sabibi Jewels, well, first of all, Sabibi was kind of like my nickname in high school, because for some reason it was hard for people to pronounce Sabina, like they would usually call me Sabrina or uh, like Sabio or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um that it was just like a fun name 
right, right. And that's how people normally recognize me. Like they call me Sabi because they don't normally know that my name is Sabina. Mm-hmm. And um, with Sabibi Jewels, because when I just started out in jewelry, by um, so my I try to differentiate myself by kind of like educating my clients about jewelry and the process of making a jewel so that they know what they invest in. Mm-hmm. And in, you know, in American culture, when you educate somebody, it's kind of like there's a name for it. It's like dropping jewels. So I mm-hmm. thought it would be cool just to name my um, jewelry brand Sabibi Jewels because that's what I do too. Yeah. Right, right, right. On Trande. And yeah, that's... <laughs> so... I do have a question, right? So when it comes to Sabibi Jewels, like where do you draw the inspiration to create some of your pieces, right? Um, Because I'd imagine you either draw inspiration for a particular person you're either making it for or just in general. So where do you go about finding that inspiration to make those certain pieces? Okay. Yeah, so normally when I am making something custom, um, I try to get in the mind of the person, like just trying to figure out like how they live, what do they wear, where do they eat? So, you know, so that... Um, I kind of can make something that's very like personalized for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to collections in general, honestly, I do draw inspiration from everywhere. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy walking outside, especially in the nature. And I, I can get inspiration from like the colors or sometimes um, architecture or like sitting in the restaurant and I'll see like a chandelier and i'll probably think about it. like I'll, I'll like the color combination i'll think like oh this could be a cool earring so mm-hmm. yeah it can be from everywhere from people yeah yeah oh, and it's wow. one of those things you probably like can't turn off either you're just constantly always wherever you go there's no vacation yeah, yeah. and sometimes yeah. i can get um i can lack inspiration so i do force myself to go outside like mm-hmm. that's kind of like something that motivates me. I have to travel. I have to explore new things. Even if I am, um, I live in DC right now. So even if I am, like, I kind of have to force myself to go to different areas, um, just to walk up around. Like that does do mm-hmm. a lot. In terms right. Of- wow. So how much time is taken into account when you know you draw up the inspiration, you you know make the piece? Like how much time is taken into account to actually have it made? And then, you know, of course, deliver it to whoever is going to be buying it, of course. So it really depends because if it is something that's um, custom for a person, Mm -hmm. then it can take a little bit longer because I have to meet up with them. We kind of have to get it to know each other a little bit. I have to know like what exactly they're looking for. And from there, I'll design it. um, And that can take up to a week. And after that, the process of making it is probably about four to six weeks, sometimes eight weeks, depending on the piece. And when it comes to collections, that's, again, like designing will take up to a week and then producing it can take up to a month. Mm -hmm. Oh, Uh, Up to two months, I'm sorry. Up to two months, right. Yeah. Now, for you being able to be the creative director at Golden Bro, right? And Mm -hmm. also for your own company, um, for CBB Jewels, of course. Um. (laughs) Like what comes into play when it comes to visually presenting certain pieces? Because the one thing that I noticed when it comes to following your page as well as Golden Bro, like the visual presentation is like very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do you kind of get that like so somewhat inspiration to come up with those visuals for certain pieces? Like where mm-hmm. where comes an account for that? 
So I would say for Sabibi Jewels, um, and that is the reason why I kind of had to create like a, it's actually the sister company of Golden Bro. Mm -hmm. And that was really to, um, because Golden Bro carries to a crowd that kind of is like a Tiffany consumer, I would say, a more mature jewelry collector. Mm -hmm. Versus the jewelry is more, um, you know, like funky, fresh, like youthful. There is more color in it. And um, I would say like it was a combination of fine jewelry and that youthful spirit for me. Mm -hmm. um, so currently I am not in charge of uh, Golden Bros, like for example, social media, like visual representation. Uh, but I am in charge of the Sabibis. And for me, it's kind of like... Um, it's more like a personal style. Like, what would I do? What would I want mm -hmm. other people to see? Um, so, yeah. Wow. And when it comes to your own pieces, like, what has been like the favorite? Your like favorite piece you've made thus far? Um, my favorite piece. Well, there's two. Okay. Uh, so one of them is it's called Midnight Tahitian um, Necklace. And that is a pearl necklace. It made out of um, Tahitian pearls and also rubies and emeralds in 18K gold. So oh, wow. that one is my favorite because, well, first of all, it was made in Japan. It took a year to make it because it was handmade. And um, I love versatility. So it has a tassel on it and whenever you, and you can take off the tassel. So when you okay. take off the tassel, it looks like a completely different piece. So for me, uh, that versatility plays a big role. Yeah, no, that's, that's really, I didn't, sorry to cut you off. That's, I never heard of jewelry. You can like, you know, custom. Oh, that's really, yeah. that's sick. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so the second one is the transformer pocket chain. So mm. basically, that's just, uh, you know, normally pocket chains are made of like sterling silver, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, uh, stainless steel. And this one is made of sterling silver. Mm -hmm. And also I just added some pearls just to spice it up. Right. And that's another piece that is also, you know, you can wear it in different ways. You can wear it as a necklace. You can take off the pearls or um, in that one i had you know the opportunity to gift it to jim jones actually um oh, wow. because you, know, <laughs> you know and i thought it was perfect because that's the first person i would say in hip-hop culture to wear pocket chains so i thought like you know he had already that rock star look and he loved yeah. it so yeah and wow that's that's, like, that's great we, we love we love rocky of course like rocky <laughs> is great but jim jones that's yeah. it dude, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, he's one of my favorites no, all time. and i noticed too like your earring like that's very like interesting yeah it's like almost like a like a cuban like a cuban yeah, like yeah. almost yeah. Yeah. yeah that's great so this earring actually i can take off this part and it'll be um like a stud wow but, yeah and oh wow yeah, this earring is another, um, it's a part of another collection that's called Transformer um, because this earring, it can be attached to like, for example, this necklace. Um, I have a necklace like this in this color as well. Mm -hmm. it be attached to it to make it longer. Yeah. So oh, wow. you buy a necklace, you buy actually a set that can be turned into a bracelet or earrings too. Wow. Wow. So I want to ask you, um, what are some like jewelry trends that I think that we should be paying attention to? I've mm -hmm. noticed that like men are starting to wear pearls a lot more. 
Yeah. I think that's a good look. Funny story. Shout out to one of my friends, Trey. He told me, he was like, dude, I'm gonna get a pearl necklace. Like this was uh-huh. like 10 years ago. And I was like, what are you talking about, dude? What? <laughs> and he was right. So like, yeah. that's one thing I've noticed is a lot of pearls, but is there anything else that you think we should be paying attention to? Yes. I think pearls for sure. Pearls combined with um, colorful gemstones. And I would say colorful um, stud earrings with diamonds. Mm. Um, also, um, tennis bra- bracelets, but not diamond tennis bracelets, um, gemstone tennis bracelets. Mm. Ooh, so yeah. Very colorful. Yeah. And I would say necklaces too, tennis necklaces, but colorful. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, what do you think about mixing gold and silver? You think that's a good or is that a no-go? I think it can be good depending on the design, mm-hmm. uh, but I normally don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because from the investment standpoint, um, right. the clients who are interested in gold, they are interested in it because they can, you know, the value of it appreciates so they can pass it down to somebody um, like their kids in mm-hmm. the future. So normally I don't do that unless, you know, it really makes sense from the design standpoint, but also there's white gold, which, right. yeah. And that's so white is white gold. Okay. To wear with yellow gold. Is that yeah, okay? absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know because nice. I'm not a big fan of silver either. I'm I'm a gold kind of guy, but yeah. I want you know like a wider piece of jewelry. And if that makes any sense, yeah, yeah. 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 So how does um these opportunities come about? Because you spoke of Jim Jones, we spoke of Rocky and Giveon. Like, how do those opportunities come about? Um, necessarily for you when it comes to either you reaching out to them or how does that process work? Normally, um, it's Instagram. Uh, in. Mm. Honestly, the opportunity with Rocky came about from Instagram. He actually reached out to me on my page about a necklace that he saw on uh, my Instagram. And uh, next thing you know, we met up in L.A. and I showed him way more of my collection. He was really impressed. And um, that was kind of like my first time really um, interacting with, a, I would say, like a celebrity client. And that was a big kind of like a sign from universe for me to keep going because before that I was still exploring. Mm-hmm. It was a kind of like a new transition for me. So, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Rocky, that being a client, I heard he's like a sweetheart. So I'm sure like yeah. that, yeah. you know, in an exchange was great. Yeah. 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 He's very down to earth. And then also he is the one who um, tells people, about me as well like he refers me to others so that's how it really um like how, how a lot of my celebrity clients they kind of come from rocky shout out rocky wow yeah that's dope yeah and with you being the creative director of galton bro right i've also saw on your page how you guys were kind of recognized in certain publications like gq vogue and rolling stone like how does that necessarily like make you feel in terms of yourself being the creative director of this company? Like, how does that make you feel for just to get that recognition? Yeah. The first time, honestly, it was unbelievable. Like I was very much so in shock just because it all came at the same moment, kind of like after the Rocky moment. Um, but like I said before, it was a huge sign for me to just, you know, believe in it and keep mm-hmm. going. Before that, uh, like I said, I really thought not that it's not a real profession, but I grew up believing that mm-hmm. and I couldn't really take myself seriously. Um, right. So I kind of saw results, but I, in the back of my mind, I always thought, like, well, I should be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah. And I'm very curious because, I mean, obviously on our podcast, we've had on like clothing brand owners and things of that nature. And we've talked about, you know, them possibly doing like collaborations of sort in the near future. Like you mm-hmm. yourself being in jewelry, like, is that something that's like a, a thing at all when it comes to doing collaborations with other jewelry makers or jewelers? Like, how does that, how do you feel about that? And also, do you see yourself possibly doing a collaboration at some point? I definitely see myself doing collaborations. I haven't really um, thought about collaborations with other jewelers just because I like to be kind of like in control of the process Mm -hmm. for the most part. Uh, But uh, I do have a couple of collaborations in the works with other creatives, for example, people who make clothes um, uh, or art. So definitely something that I um, would like to dive into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that would be... One with that collection would look like uh like a painter and a jewelry yeah. collection that yeah. would be sick nah, yeah. Yeah. wow yeah that would be sick right yeah. Yeah. so for sabibi jewels like where do you see um like what are some things that you kind of want to achieve like in the near future with sabibi jewels like what are some things you want to like accomplish um definitely would like to keep working on creating more unique collections and just being a reputable and trustworthy juror because you know it is a very male-dominated industry I would say and um, sometimes you know you kind of have to get to a certain level to not be even um, you know cheated by suppliers or like Mm -hmm. even your own customers Um, so yeah like for me that's the goal is just to get to the level where my name is known and is very um trustworthy so yeah and i would love to see more people yeah yeah Yeah. wow very nice and so i also want to ask you too aside from you know the company as well um for yourself just solely for yourself what are some things you want to achieve um Mm -hmm. whether it be next year or just in in this next distant future just for your personal goals for yourself Mm -hmm. So for myself, I am currently working on being more disciplined because I do have a schedule that I have to create on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, So my productivity really depends on me. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, I do try to work on my health, um, my physical health, my, you know, mental health, emotional health. So I do take little steps. So for example, like, over the past couple of months, um, like my new habit has been, you know, like trying to cook at home and like eat more um, at home or walk more and just like move more. And now it's like, you know, I'm trying to get into meditation just because I do things all the, I do think all these things, they kind of do tie together and they mm-hmm. do affect my focus and um, my discipline in general and like how I can produce. And also, being in this profession, uh, my physical health is very important as well, just because I have to work with people a lot, you know, and also kind of look apart so that I'm also trustworthy. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you have to be in the gym to work on your back because of all those all this weight you got on your neck <laughs> iced out <laughs> back pain That's, you gotta do some sh- more stretching in the future for sure yeah, yeah. No, right. yep and i know you said you live in uh, dc currently now correct yeah okay so um me and eli you know we planning to go up to dc here and probably just talking about yeah it, we're literally yeah. just talking about it next month wow um, uh-huh. yeah so you know hey you know maybe a link up you know we'll definitely have to do that Absolutely. um what are some of your like 
favorite like spots to eat at in DC, but also like favorite shops to go to. Give us actually give us like your second or third favorite. Don't give us don't give us the the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give that to us off pod. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So can I ask you what do you guys like to eat though? Everything doesn't. Yeah. Really everything. Yeah. Does not matter. Okay. Uh, let me think. Okay, so for the sit down, I like compass rolls. Mm, you heard? Okay. No. Okay. No. No. And then, well, recently I just discovered this really fire place, but it's not a sit down place. You just grab and go. Um, they have, um, I think it's Detroit or Chicago style pizza. Well, mm. like a pie pizza. Right. Oh wow. They and they also have rolls which are so good i was not expecting for a place to have really good pizza and rolls and they have um, breakfast burritos and they sell in the morning wow. everything is really good and it's called side door side door i feel like yeah. I've, I've heard of them actually and oh okay i think that i have yeah yeah because i'm not as picky with food but um some of my friends are and some of my friends are really like they cook themselves they are just food fanatics and i brought them there and they were like oh my god this is the best, this is the best. Yeah. wow yeah well add that add that to the list dude. yeah facts. where do you go when you feel like you need some kazakhstani food mm. is there anywhere around there that you can get that uh it's not that good uh, unfortunately damn. it's not that good. <laughs> yeah but i do go home a lot so that's my source. Though. So it's fine. Yeah, okay. Wow. What's the last what's the last time you've been back home? But the last time I've been home was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But I am gonna yeah. go this summer. So yeah. But normally I used to go like twice a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, when we're in DC next month, we'll definitely hit you up and we gotta all get dinner. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, well, with all that being said, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah. It was a true pleasure. Sabibi Jewelers is the official jeweler of uh the Van Gogh Pod. You already know. I'm about, <laughs> to, I'm about to send my little Cassio watch to get busted down after this episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. This was so much yeah. fun. Of course, of course. And uh for the audience at home, where can the people follow you as well as uh Galton Bro and mm-hmm. you of course Sabibi Jewels. Yeah. yeah. So my Instagram page is S A B I I I B I. So it's Sabibi, like Habibi, but with double I. Um, and Golden Bro is Golden Bro. Um, Instagram page. Yeah. You can see Perfect. it in my bio. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you heard it from her herself. Um, well, thank you again, Sabina. It was a true pleasure to have you on. And, yo, I wish you the true best with all your endeavors. And, yeah. Yeah. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. So much. I'll see you guys soon. All right. This has been the Vanity Ultra Podcast, and we are signing out. Peace. Bye.